Hey everyone, and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter, that is Tim. We talk about horror movies on this show. And on this episode, we, we of course have been working through some franchises recently. And this is another sequel in one of these franchises. We have been making our way through the Phantasm franchise. And this is the third entry in that. It is Phantasm, you guessed it, 3. <laughs> uh, Lord of the Dead being the subtitle. So that is what we're going to talk about. We'll start spoiler free. We will warn you before we go into spoilers. And that is, that is how this is going to go. So um, yeah, Phantasm. Phantasm's a thing. Uh, so, I've seen this before. I'm a bit loopy, Tim, if, if that wasn't clear. I'm a little bit loopy to start this, okay. this episode off. Just, I mean, We'll see how That's I fair. feel by the end of it, but I'm a bit loopy to start with. I'll ground uh, you. Let me be your coffee. <laughs> I don't like coffee, Tim. Mm. Just for the record. Okay. All right. Yeah, I was curious <laughs> getting into this one because I've seen this before, but it's been a long time, so I couldn't remember how it started or like connected with two uh, and how it kind of propelled. There was only a few things I actually could remember if you'd asked me before we started this. I'm like, all right, I can remember like three kind of punk characters who kind of like attack Reggie. Mm-hmm. I could have told you I remembered uh, the actor from Eight Changing Again back to the original actor from the first mm-hmm. one. So, it's really jarring, actually, because as much as, okay, it's back to the same actor as the first one, he's meant to be the same age, you know, right where we left off at the end of 2, so it's actually much more <laughs> jarring. Even, even though the actor in 2 was the one who was the replacement, it still actually feels kind of like weird at the start of this one. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I was basically, yeah, like, I, I remembered <laughs> some kind of, like, dream sequences inside, like, someone's head at some point. That was yeah. about it. Like most of the movie, I'd kind of forgotten. Uh, well, that's a good thing or a bad thing. We'll 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 get into. But uh, that, that that was all I really remembered about this one. Uh, so, uh, Tim, just in general, uh, do you yeah. enjoy Phantasm Three? Uh, I I do actually, and uh, it it's kind of funny. I watched this somewhat recently. Like I think maybe either last year or or the year before. Um, which, I mean, admittedly, that's not, like, super recent. But, you know, in terms of, like, you know, it's not like I last saw this when it first came out or whatever. Oh, yeah. But, uh, I think it's been about a decade for me. I think I watched them yeah. all for the first time about ten years ago. And three and four I never went back to. Uh, they, yeah, they're definitely not as memorable as the, you know, the the first two. And I, I remember this one being kind of bad. And as I was Rewatching it, I think I kind of changed my mind a little bit. I think it's kind of good. Uh, it's definitely not as good as the first two. Um, it, you know, has some serious flaws, but I think if you like, you know, the series and the characters, it's still kind of fun. Yeah, I, I think again, I went into this feeling like I probably didn't like it that much, and I actually was kind of surprised. Oh no, that's actually that's kind of mostly entertaining. I think what it suffers from, uh, in comparison to the first two, is. There's a few things that just feel like they happen very randomly without any build-up, and they just kind of, out of nowhere, oh, that's a thing now. Oh, shit, sure. Um, And then, this is a bizarre complaint to have about a movie. And I actually had this recently about Civil War, the Marvel movie, right? (laughs) But stay with me. I feel like it doesn't feel like a a fulfilling movie on its own. It feels like it's Mm. clearly intended to have another part after this. 
which oh, is sure. bizarre. I feel like it's ultra confident for like they're making these movies at so low budget that he's you know Don Cascarelli's like confident he's getting a fourth one. Yeah. But I feel <laughs> you only like, get one like every decade. I know this is like nineteen ninety four, <laughs> which was like seven eight years after the last one, and that had been like almost a decade since the first one. And uh, actually, three till four is the shortest gap. Funnily enough. Because mm-hmm. uh, four is like nineteen ninety eight, which uh, yeah. you know wasn't, isn't too long after this, but uh, and then it was like another like nearly twenty years before <laughs> before <laughs> five, which I've not seen before, so I'm looking forward to getting to that one. That would be an interesting episode. But uh, yeah, I feel like the third act it doesn't really feel like it's a conclusion. It just kind of like oh no, no. some stuff ca- like like characters just decide to leave the movie towards the end and. Mm-hmm. It kind of just has this very quick, oh, it's a cliffhanger thing. And And, that's it. Yeah, there's like some kind of like, you know, some characters kind of like say some cryptic stuff that lets you know, like, okay, they're at least intending to, you know, set up something, you know, who knows if we'll get another movie, but Ellie seems to have some type of idea or want to do uh, something else. I I think watching this is better now. I think if I had seen this, if I was a fan of the first two movies and I saw this at the theatre, in 1994, I mean, not not oh, at the sure. age I was, I'd have been five. But like you know, ha, you know, <laughs> yeah. th- th- things being different. If that if, this, if I saw this years later, and it had been years since two, and I saw this, I'd I think I'd be pissed. Then it just it kind of it's kind of like uh, I'd compare it to what X Files fans seem to go through because Chris Carter hates <laughs> leaving anything feeling finished, where it's always just this cliffhanger for the next next part. We're like, are you even going to get yeah. a next part? Uh, <laughs> but it kind of has that vibe to it. It's like it just assumes he's getting more another movie, and it's like, oh, that's weird. But now in this context, where you know, even the first time I saw it, there was already another movie to watch. Now, admittedly, I also know that four ends in a cliffhanger, which, <laughs> and, and when I saw that, there was no next movie, and there was not even the like. It, it almost seemed like it, there was a small chance we were going to get another movie. Uh, so again, I'll be curious to see five once uh, <laughs> once we get there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, so it has that weird feeling where you get to the end, and it's like, oh. They gave me a quick cliffhanger, but it didn't feel like it ramped up for this big finale. It didn't feel like because I mean cliffhanger is one thing, but the first two movies kind of have cliffhangers, but they're kind of those like climactic cliffhangers where you kind of feel like the movie ended and then they give you one last little scare to cliffhanger. Yeah, you, where you know I don't think the end of the first Phantasm necessarily feels like there has to be a sequel. It's just more like mm-hmm. oh got you. It's one of those horror movie endings, but it still feels like it built to a climax before that. Uh, as does too. This one it yeah. just kind of. Feels like we're in the middle chapter of a TV show episode, and yeah, then it gets to the, that, yeah. and it just cuts to the credits at the end because yeah, come back next week. And <laughs> so that'd be my biggest complaint. That and the couple of random things that that pop up. Uh, sure, my main criticisms. I've got a couple of minor ones as well, but those are the main ones. Yeah, I, I would say like on its own, this definitely isn't like a great movie. I, I think this is something that you're only really gonna appreciate if you're a fan of the series. Oh yeah, this um, makes no sense if you've not seen the first two. Yeah, <laughs> this is not even trying. I mean, there's a little recap at the start to remind you of the first two, but I feel like yeah, okay, it's good for us if it's, if it's been a little while since you've seen the first two. Just it's a little refresher. I feel like if you've not seen those though, this will just feel like an info dump that won't actually explain anything. Oh, yeah, <laughs> without a doubt. Um, which, I, I mean, there's still some cool stuff to like. Like, I, I think my favorite thing uh, when watching this is um, I, I thought there was just some, like, cool, like, kind of creepy imagery, uh, like, stuff in here and some cool, like, effects. Um, like, uh, you know, there's some stuff with, 
like a where you see like the tall man <laughs> he's kind of just like hanging out in this big giant room full of candles and stuff and i was like you know this kind of just uh <clears throat> you know looks cool and is kind of putting me in the mood for a, a phantasm movie oh but, yeah it, it does some fun things with the balls again there's a little bit more of mythology yeah. that's built onto it which i kind of liked and uh you know some... i would say if your favorite part of the movies uh is the balls then this one is might be the one for you it's definitely very ball heavy oh yeah they definitely ramped up the ball usage in this one <laughs> uh lots of balls uh and reggie even makes a testicle joke at one point about the balls so you know uh yeah. they were really digging the deep into the balls here's a bizarre thing about this movie there's a little kid in this it, like yep. mike so again we're still spoiler free but mike actually gets kidnapped by the tall man early on in the movie and Reggie's sort of on his own, he's trying to find the tall man so he can get Mike back, that's kind of the main plot of the movie and he ends up making some allies along the way who go on, much like 2, it's a road trip movie where he's kind of driving a lot of the movie and he meets up with uh, there's, there's a uh, a woman named Rocket no, Rocky, sorry, not Rocket Rocky, <laughs> Rocky yeah. uh, who's kind of this badass could chick be short for Rocket, who knows It could be, but she likes to use nunchucks uh, yeah. she's pretty badass She's badass. I do think the nunchucks, especially later on in the movie, start to feel really silly because she's she'll stand there and she'll do all the flips with the nunchucks. You know, she's sort of going like yeah. that, and there's like a you know dead eight person coming towards her, and she's just doing this, and I'm like, come on now. It it feels very early nineties. I does. feel like nunchucks were kind of a nineties thing. Well, like, you know, turtles I'm... were a big thing at the time, yeah. and you know, Michelangelo, people liked him, and you know, so nunchucks were a yeah. big thing. But the other main ally he gets, he gets first, is a, a kid named Tim. Now, you can fill me in uh, for how accurate I am here, but what was amusing me when he said he was Tim and I thought of you was that you were probably about this age when this came out. Uh, probably, yeah. I would have been uh, eight years old. Uh, yeah, he's, about, he's maybe, so. maybe just slightly older than that. Yeah, I'd say he looks to be about... I'm, I'm horrible with ages, but if I had to guess, I'd say maybe like nine or ten. Maybe? Yeah. Uh, so I got a chuckle out of that. I was I was thinking to myself, oh, this is just Tim playing himself uh, in 1994. <laughs> that's what I was getting. But, I always do get a little bit whenever I hear my name. I do get a little bit like, oh, that's my name, <laughs> and then yeah. <laughs> well, it's not like we've got uncommon names, Tim. We kind of hear them in movies <laughs> relatively frequently. Yeah. Uh, I have a name that I feel like is very. It's usually kids. Oh yeah, you're always stuck in a well. It's always Timmy down the well. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Yep. No. Uh, it's it's not as bad as my. Uh, I have a, a friend Todd, and if he ever he'll go on a long rant about this, but you never there's never a good Todd in movies. Like it's always like the jerk or the annoying guy <laughs> or like you know the stupid boss that everyone hates. You know, now you've said that, I can just when I hear thinking the name Todd, the way I hear it in my head is, God Todd. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I hear in my head when you say Todd. And I don't know why. I, I don't know any Todds. So I, I have nothing against the Todd, but I clearly. Know, I th- yeah, I think it's just TV and movies. I think, I don't know, for something about it, it must just be a good, like, go-to, like, screw you name. But Apparently so. Now, Peter's very versatile. I feel like I, I see kid Peters, I see adult Peters, I see heroic Peters, I see evil Peters. Yeah. I, I feel like I see everything in between. I can see that, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't feel like there's one <laughs> particular type of character my name gets shoehorned into. Which I, I guess is nice. Why not? <laughs> I guess but, it's better than having a negative connotation. Sure, sure. Uh, so, yeah, he's he's a little sort of badass. You kind of imagine that he He's almost like the Don Cascarelli version of what you'd have in a Shane Black movie, where you have the kid sidekick. 
who's yeah, a bit of a true. badass and like can take care of himself. Uh, he sets up traps. He he uh, he shoots yeah. things repeatedly. Yeah, I always forget like how much. Uh, I'm assuming that Don Cascarelli just maybe really likes traps because you know we had such like a big uh, like trap stuff in the uh, first and the second movie. I, I think uh, we had some. Uh, uh, yeah. re- Remember him correctly, I, but I think the first one more so. But yeah, yeah. Um, it it certainly likes characters making things like because in the second yeah. movie they make the the shotgun and all that. Which, by the right. way, for the record, <laughs> Reggie threw that shotgun away. <laughs> like in the middle of the third act to the, the, the last movie he threw it away on the stairs I think in the basement when he was fighting the druids and he just like happens to have it right at the start of this movie even though it takes place like you know it picks up in the the car that they were in at the end of the second movie yeah. so continuity like that- bullshit is all I'm saying <laughs> Well, I like that that's your complaint when, like, literally every movie has ended so far with characters dying, and then we just start up oh, again, yeah. like... <laughs> I think, because Reggie looked dead at the end of the... I mean, Reggie definitely died at the end of the second one, and... I think, at the very least, I think they want the audience to think he's dead, at the, like, bare minimum, because yeah. they're making it seem like, oh, he's pretty dead. He, he looked dead at the end of the second movie. He actually dies earlier on in the first movie, but they actually retcon it by the before the movie ends. He's alive before yeah. the movie ends at the end of the first one. Uh, I think this movie's the one that actually kind of accepted, though, that he's the main character. Yeah. Because uh, I think last movie, it was definitely sort of even between uh, the two of them, plus uh, the girl whose name I'm forgetting. But uh, oh, yeah. whereas here, it's like, no, mate gets kidnapped. It's it's Reggie who's the, the guy we're following. He's the he's the lead now, which is weird when you go back to the first one and he's kind of the side character for yeah. for Mike and Jody. <laughs> but uh, which actually that actually be one of my complaints as well. Uh, I mentioned the girl from the second movie. I do. Th- I mean, I imagine it would make, maybe had something to just do with the actress not coming back. But mm-hmm. I do hate it in sequels where they just quickly give you a reason why they're not there. And in this case. And again, this, I don't know if this is a spoiler because she's not a main part of the movie. She she, she is killed in the opening scene. Like, she's just there. She, like, you don't see her. Like, they basically have it so that you never see any new footage of her and then the car explodes and then she's just dead. And yeah. I don't think either of the characters ever even acknowledges that they miss her or she's gone. It's really yeah. kind of weird. She's just kind of discarded. And I think it's a shame because she was such a prominent part. They, they really set her up in the second movie as the, the new main character. For sure. You know, yeah. we followed her before the other characters met her. They set her up before they even got to her and it was like a big deal. Uh, so yeah, it's a bit of a shame. I, I think maybe if Mike was more of a main character in this, it would be more obvious, uh, you know, that her absence was there. But mm. uh, yeah, I mean, either way, yeah, it is a, a shitty thing to do. Yeah. It's one of those things that always bugs me in movies where they just disregard someone like that right at the start. Oh, yeah. uh, and unfortunately, movies today are still guilty of it uh, mm. f- relatively frequently, which is a shame. But hey ho. Yeah. What, what do you prefer? Do you like it better when they just like, if a character's not there and they just completely ignore it? Or do you like it better when they give like a, a one flimsy line of dialogue excuse, be like, Oh, by the way, where's like uh you know uh, Tony or something? Like, oh, he's on that business trip or something. You know what I mean? Like, no, I hate that. I I, <laughs> I hate I hate the awkward line that feels forced because uh, it just feels like they're making an excuse for the audience. Yeah. See, it's it's especially awkward in this case because the movie has to pick up in the scene that ended in the second one. It's not like there's some time because yeah. it's easier when there's some time has passed or something like that, and you can do it that way. But uh, honestly, there's no good answer. I mean. 
I mean, recaster basically is my probably the best True, option. Yeah. I mean, as much as it's jarring and you notice it, it doesn't feel like you're you're like dancing. Around. You didn't change the plot to accommodate it. You just no, okay, we need to recast. Yeah. Then fair enough. But uh, the flimsy yeah, excuse, I'd say that's the best. Yeah, the flimsy line of dialogue excuse I hate. Um, this where they just disregard them I mean at least in some movies today they'll still get the actor back for a couple of scenes to give yeah. them a send off but it still feels forced I mean like just think of Halloween Resurrection where you have Jamie Lee Curtis <laughs> for like two scenes and it's like oh god yeah it's true that still feels insulting so uh, I, I, I don't know I don't know what the solution is to me but that's the uh, thing so yeah uh, so Reggie meets up with this kid he then meets up with Rocky they go hunting for Mike and that's the movie so, uh, before we get into spoilers, I suppose, uh, yeah, like we say, there's some good practical effects. Uh, I like the music again. Obviously, the main theme is fantastic. Oh, yeah. But I feel like, again, it kind of evolved. Mm-hmm. And right from the start, the, the, the one that's playing throughout the movie, it's, you know, it's, it's a little bit brassier. And the actual kind of, like, you know, it, it plays with it. It makes you feel just a little bit more epic than it was in the second one. And the second one was already more epic than the first movie. So, I like that they keep, they use the main theme every time, but they keep kind of, like, just moulding it a little and making it feel unique to that movie. <laughs> So, no, I like that. So, if I did have another uh, minor complaint, and uh, and I think we touched uh, about it uh, a little bit on the second one too, but yeah, I feel like uh, yeah, the acting in this <laughs> wasn't the best. Oh yeah, um, well, I kind of love that Reggie has never actually been a great actor. Yeah, <laughs> but he's very likable in his goofiness and not great acting. It's, it's it's not a it's not a cringeworthy bad acting. It's just a, like, yeah, you're clearly not someone who was originally an actor. You're someone who's just yeah. doing this because like, you're helping out a friend and you've just kind of stuck around. <laughs> and it's, yeah, and I, I feel like for him it, it kind of works. Like he is, um, you know, like a, a like he's kind of like an ex hippie. So I kind of get that with his character he kind of takes stuff as they come and like you know d- doesn't really overreact and stuff he kind of seems like a mellow you know kind of dude uh so i i feel like it kind of works for him but um yeah i feel like some of the new characters weren't uh the best like even like uh i, I liked rocky i thought she's uh you know again pretty badass but i didn't think her acting was the best no and, that's, um, that's fair yeah and uh yeah uh, but uh, a minor complaint though because uh, again you know when you're watching these kind of movies and you're kind of in it for the you know mythology kind of the weirdness and the you know yeah the musical score and the balls and the tall men and stuff so it's a easy thing to let go but do, do you know small what got me actually i was just i was looking at reggie uh like the actor because uh, his name's reggie as well i'm not, I'm not forgetting his yeah. name his, his character <laughs> name and his actor name is the same <laughs> he uh He's like seventy three this year. Yeah, dude, dude's getting old, and he was already like pushing fifty when they made this. Obviously, um, yeah. I I saw him uh, live at a Q and A maybe uh, I think two years ago hmm. uh, for Ravager, and uh, yeah, I, I love him, but he like in real life he he did not look uh, you know that great, unfortunately. I think it, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, how well like the movies do because definitely look as bad uh, in the movies, but. Kind yeah, of see well, the age th- th- that's why I was thinking about it because I was thinking about Ravager. He must have been like sixty-eight or something like that when they were shooting Ravager. And he's he's meant to, yeah. he's meant to be this action hero still with his quadruple barrel <laughs> shotgun. And I'm like, man, like, how is he not using a walking stick? Like, yeah. uh, I just 
I don't know. It was just I was making me think about it uh, and how long that movie took to get made. Uh, that it was so <laughs> after the fact. Uh, but yes, yeah, so no, so, so, but there's fun things. So music's good, practical yeah. effects, um, some insane moments which are really cool. And you do typically <laughs> like being around Reggie, and the kids actually kind of likable. Like their their kind of bonding's yeah. kind of fun. So no, uh, so, so there's positive things. As much as we've had a lot of complaints about a lot of nitpicks, there's actually a lot of things to like about the movie as well. So, as I said, I think we'll get into spoilers. So, full spoilers for Phantasm 3, Lord of the Dead, from this point <laughs> forth. Okay, so... Mike gets kidnapped. We also... Yep. One of the major plot points of this movie is that Jodie's back. they got the actor who played Jodie back. Why... Right. And I, I get, obviously, it's just because it's real life and it's, it's been, like, 16 years since the first movie. But I don't understand why he's aged so much when he's been dead. <laughs> True. Uh, that's a good point. Because yeah. he's like a ghost. <laughs> I'm like, why? Why does he look sixteen years older? I mean, again, I know real life means that that's just how, how it has to be. It's just it's kind of like, yeah. As well as things where it takes me out of the movie because I'm like, he shouldn't have really aged. Like, if if you made all these like close together, like I think was more intended or like what would have made more sense, this wouldn't be an issue. But whatever. Yeah. Uh, so he's actually around like mike sees him in his dreams and then we, we actually find out we get more mythology and we find out that when the tall man makes the little druids right he, he squishes people down and they become druids he actually takes their brain out and their brain is inside the balls like yeah. all, every ball has a brain inside so jordy's actually inside one of these balls and he he he's able to fight whatever the, the tall man does to people and he's like taking back control so he's a he's an ally ball he's a ball that helps them <laughs> on their journey he gives them direction uh, and early on yeah. in the movie he, he's in his ball and he tries to like stall the tall man and the ball like turns like a sort of charcoal kind of thing it's as if it's been burned but it, it still has some like you can still kind of talk to them a little bit <laughs> and stuff yeah. so they've actually got a ball the entire time with Jody inside it. That, that's one of the plot points of this movie. Yeah, so I I feel like, I don't know, on, on the surface it sounds like <laughs> this is kind of cheesy and stupid, but I actually kind of like dig it. Like I'm like, you know what, this is so mm. out there and it's already such a weird series that I'm all for it. Like, yeah, like jo- Jody's a cool friendly ball that's going to help him. Um, I, I do actually kind of like there was a, a I, I think he says like, uh, oh, um, yeah, they turn your body into a drone and your mind into a killer, uh, which is mm. like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then you see like the little brain inside the balls, and I'm like, this is a, yeah, it's a pretty interesting idea. No, I, I like I like the, the the ball mythology update. Uh, it, you know, it adds more to it. It gives you a little <laughs> bit more context for it. Yeah. Uh, I, I I feel like most movies I wouldn't like uh, want like too much to be explained. Like, you know, I I, I feel like other movies you'd be like oh like i don't need to see the origin of you know uh jason's machete or something like, oh of course uh, yeah. but but yeah this it is actually kind of a cool layer to well, it Well, i think that's because in most horror movies like you say jason's machete that's such a simple thing i don't need an origin for that True, yeah whereas yeah. with this the first movie like set up this really cool like oh there's this gateway to another dimension and he's like making an army for a war in other universes or something like that They're like oh this is a, yeah. this is fascinating so it does make sense to get a little bit more with each movie that just kind of fleshes it out and gives you some extra context because we actually see how tall man survives because obviously he got brutally killed at the end of the second movie we actually yeah. see a new tall man come out of the, the portal and throw the old one in, and I was like, "Oh, that was kind of cool." I like that actually <laughs> explaining how he's okay and how he's still yeah. around. It's like, no, he he is never ending. He will keep coming because they'll just keep beaming him back through. Uh, yeah. Well, he's actually the same 
entity or if it's just like a, an actual replacement like another another thing's taking that form to be in this world i mean you could debate which one it is it doesn't really matter but it's cool i like it yeah so uh and oh i'm sorry and then so i mean what i kind of got from it and um i I don't know uh because i forget if we learned more about it in the fourth one or whatever but like did you think that he was kind of trying to turn uh mike into like I guess whatever he is, like another tall man. Uh, yeah, maybe because he, because at the start of the movie, Reggie gets him away after the car thing, because he he threatens to like blow him and make up, and yeah. the tall man's like, I don't want him in pieces, boy, and yeah, uh, so you get that he doesn't want to hurt him too much, and then later on, of course, to, at the end of the movie when he has Mike captured again, he. Uh, like he does something to him, and when Mike wakes up, he bleeds yellow, and he's got like some of the the gold chrome inside his head. Yeah, it's kind of like t- picking at his scalp, and you kind of see yeah. it looks like there's a gold ball under there, which we didn't really mention in the spoiler free section. But there's also a gold ball now. Oh, there was in the last movie. Oh, was there? Yeah, the, the gold, yeah, the gold ball was interesting. <laughs> in the last one. Tim, it's been like a month. Well, maybe two months since we watched it, but yeah. What? Because I was actually thinking all movie, oh, we had the gold one last time, so this time we get the eyeball. You know, the, the one the eyeball comes out and it looks oh, around. Oh, that's right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, but then eventually the gold ball pops up again as well. So we, we got... But actually, the gold ball in this one actually just goes through someone's head because it goes so fast. <laughs> it leaves a hole in a head. It's, 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 it's mental. It's good stuff. Uh, oh, actually, that just... <laughs> completely un- unrelated, but <laughs> that just reminded me... Uh, uh, I, I completely forgot uh, one of Tim's... Well, I don't know if you call it a traps, but one of his weapons was a frisbee with razor blades on it that he's somehow really able to control. Uh, yeah, he's a very good, good shot. How he even holds it to throw it is, uh, you know, a question in and of itself. But he actually <laughs> slits one of the bad guys. Because early on, so Red Reggie's traveling to try and get Mike, and he gets kidnapped by these like two guys and a woman who like the woman kind of like seduces him well not seduces him but like you know just kind of tempts him to like stare yeah. uh and then these two guys I don't think it like, takes a lot to seduce reggie <laughs> oh it doesn't reggie is a complete horny <laughs> old man it is surreal uh <laughs> all, almost to an uncomfortable degree in this movie the way he keeps trying to like oh, yeah. talk to rocky and like hey rocky we could and it's funny sometimes because he's, he's trying to arrange it so they're in the same room and he's like begging yeah. the kid to like stay in the car so he's in a room <laughs> with her uh but then he just doesn't leave her alone and you kind of cheer when she like outsmarts him and handcuffs him to the bed yeah. so he's like left there so he gets his comeuppance so it's just not it's not like uncomfortable or anything like that but it's just he, he's like just he won't let it go and she's like yeah okay we'll do it then handcuff like yeah good night <laughs> and he's yeah, like that was a good scene. damn it <laughs> uh and then he's like dreaming about her and stuff, but he he's like yeah he, he sort of he's, he's caught her at his attention, and the, the, this trio kidnap him, and they've got a pink hearse because of course they do, <laughs> and they end up at this house, and and this it's, a, it's an old town at the end of the second movie where the, the tall man's been through here, and everyone in the towns went, they've all, they've all died, yeah. and population got, zero. They come out of this the, this house, and there's like traps. There's like puppets that are there to make you think there's like old people oh, sitting yeah. in the in the, the front <laughs> room. And the kid ends up coming out, shoots one of them. Uh, actually, throws a hatchet at the the woman's head. She she yeah, she gets that dead. That was surprising. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I was generally shocking just how violent and brutal all this fighting was. Where the kid just took out all three of these guys. Yeah. Uh, it was it was kind of insane. Um, 
But yeah, and Reggie tries to like give him to a little foster home. He tries to like, oh, hey, you're taking care of all these kids, but he ends up like hiding in the, the in the trunk of the car, and he ends up sticking around. He ends up saving their ass though, because uh, when we meet Rocky, her friend gets killed immediately by one of the balls, and uh, Rocky actually <laughs> tries to fight it off with some nunchucks, of course. Uh, but then uh, Tim comes in and saves the day. So Tim sort of earns his worth, and Reggie finally lets him like drive his car. What I did think was weird, this is a this is a complaint I've got actually, is so he meets Rocky and her friend, they're kinda like being mean to well not mean, but they're, they're being kinda badass and be like, oh who are you? Blah blah blah. And yeah. then the thing with the balls happen, her friend gets killed, and Rocky's like, damn, that this is intense. And the the, the our characters leave, Re- Reggie and Tim leave in the car, and Rocky doesn't come with them. We get a montage of them driving around for a little bit. And then they keep driving, and then they pull up, and Rocky's at the side of the road, and yeah. and then they're like, "Hey, we're going to like you know avenge, find a friend, and like kill the bastard who took him." Like, do you want to come? And you know, it was a bit of back and forth, and she's like, "Yeah, basically, yeah, let's go." And I'm like, "Why did you not just invite her? Like, just from a movie writing perspective, why not just have her join them before? Because first of all, we ha- we basically had them leave her in that one scene, drive for a little bit." And then find her and invite her, which just feels pointless <laughs> in that sense. Yeah. It also raises a logistics question: How is she standing at the side of the road after miles of driving when they left her in the previous location? I don't understand. <laughs> it makes no sense. Uh, yeah, that's pretty weird. Um, I, I don't know. The, the only thing I can think of is uh, if I don't know for some reason if they had shot scenes with her at the end and then shot. Uh, the scenes where they leave her, and then at some point they realize, like, oh, wait a minute, like, <laughs> wait, how is she still with us? And then they had to, like, shoot something real quick. That'd but, be yeah, it, it doesn't, sh- still doesn't make sense. That'd be especially stupid if that's, if that's what yeah. happened. But they just, oh, shit, we have to explain why she's with them again. Right. Uh, I, I agree, that, that stood out to me as well. I was like, unless yeah, it's kind of weird. That would make sense, though, if maybe there was another reason she joined them later on and they shot another scene, but then for some reason they had, to, they had to cut that scene. And then they yeah. had to shoot a new version like that. That maybe what would make it make more a bit more sense. As it is, yeah. it just kind of feels weird in the movie. I, I don't know. It's not a big complaint. It's just a, like, what, what's happening? Why? Why? Why yeah. is she suddenly at the side of the road when she they just left her like ten minutes ago? <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, it's not. It's not a big deal. Uh, so yeah, uh, I think the movie does suffer from randomness because oh, sure. <laughs> they're basically looking for Mike. Their whole point of this journey is to try and find Mike. And they're camping at the side of the road uh, on their second like night of like you know just being on this trip, and basically Jody, because the ball's nearby, pops into Reggie's head. He sees him having this dream where he's having sex with Rocky, and then convinces <laughs> him to come with him. It's a bit, little bit mystical. They're out in this like you know, you know, uh, dry lake bed, and it's all very kind of like oh we're in his head, and it's all like you know what does this all mean? It's like, I, come on, we're going to get Mike. And they actually get Mike inside their, inside Reggie's head. Yeah. <laughs> and they actually get him out. They, they bring him. And the, Mike does, does appear in the real world. Like, he appears there when they wake up. And because because the tall man's kind of sensing this, the, the tuning fork appears and the tall man's coming through. Mm-hmm. But Reggie does the thing it did at the end of the first movie where he stops the tuning fork and it cuts off the tall man's hands. Yeah. <laughs> but the reason why I'm complaining about this is that there's no build-up to this. It just suddenly happens where Jody's inside Reggie's head. They go and get Mike, 
and they have Mike back two thirds into the movie. Mm-hmm. That's just that. Okay, we've got him. Entire goal of the movie achieved. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it feels kind of strange. Like, yeah, I think like you said, like stuff just kind of happens, and you know, it feels kind of segmented. Like you know, you have the opening segment, then you have the segment in the town, and then. Yeah, like uh, you have this kind of yeah, segment with Mike, and yeah. Uh, yeah, it doesn't really seem like there's a clear goal, like or objective in the movie, other than obviously the objective is always to you know get the tall man or you know defeat yeah. him or whatever. But and like it's usually pretty fun. Like most of the things are entertaining on their own. But I, yeah. honestly, I get a kind of sense that I don't know if they wrote this like like while they were shooting it. And they didn't know where they were going. Sometimes, like, it almost feels like they knew they had certain actors for like a month or like a few weeks here or there, and they that did, make sense. they just wrote that part of the movie, and then they just kind of fit it all together later. Like, that feels cruel to suggest that, but it kind of has that weird feeling where each thing on it is just kind of on its own, and then like you have your big climax at the the, the mausoleum or whatever at the end, uh, because we always end a phantasm movie in in one of those places. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be fair, I. I... Again, I do like this movie, but it it definitely doesn't yeah. look like they're working with a lot of money <laughs> on it. Oh, no, no. I mean, the funny thing is, is I, I think some of the stuff in it does look really good. Like, some of the effects look good. They, oh, yeah. they, they spent time and money on them. But, yeah, some of the locations feel really random. Like, uh, when, they, when Reggie first brings Mike, because Mike's actually a, in a coma after he's been saved at the start of the movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. And we didn't even mention uh, the nurse attacking him. Yeah, the nurse like gets like possessed or whatever, and she's got this like wacky contraption to kill him with. Uh, and we get this ridiculous scene with Reggie coming in, and he ends up swallowing a bunch of their yellow blood, and the whole thing's kind of disgusting. Uh, you know, I, I think the one thing I actually am not really that crazy about in the movies is I, I never really liked the zombies. I, I don't think they ever looked that great, and mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I, like I love the tall man. I, I love the balls. I love the little like druid looking, uh, you know, people, but. Yeah, just like when it's like just a kind of a straight up zombie. I don't know. Sometimes it takes me out of it a little bit. I'd actually say it's more of a deadite than a zombie. Oh, if yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Just, just because they, they kind of like they still kind of laugh and talk and true, uh, true. Yeah. Uh, use weapons and stuff. So it reminds me more of a deadite from Evil Dead. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so yeah, so he escapes out of the thing. But when he takes him back to like Reggie's place, the apartment he takes him back to. I know it sounds like a really weird thing because it's just supposed to be an apartment, but it felt really. Like cheap, like, it felt like they got the cheapest place they could rent to shoot this scene. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> because you literally have the tall man like walking, like his his uh shooting fork appears in the hallway, and he just walks out <laughs> onto this carpet, and it just it feels like really <laughs> surreal. It feels like instead of like make picking the place that really fit the scene and like oh this we could give like a good location, it's like no, this is the place we could get. This is the place we could afford. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I definitely get that. Yeah, so that stuck out. Uh, it doesn't always feel like that. I mean, obviously they're on the road a lot of the time, and we go to some various places uh, throughout the movie. But that one stuck out to me uh, in particular. Uh, you mentioned zombies. The three people that uh, Tim helps kill early on, they actually pop back up as zombies a few times uh, throughout the journey. Basically, every time it's like, oh, we need an action scene. It's been not too long. <laughs> they show up and they they have a bit of a fight with them. Uh, the car chase is pretty cool when they're they're both in the cars yeah. and. Uh, they they end up like you know shooting one of them in the face with a, the shotgun and all, all sorts. Like, yeah, so, 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 there's some fun stuff there. Uh, 
but yeah, so so you have the last like fifteen twenty minutes in this monastery, or not monastery, sorry, mausoleum, and <laughs> uh, you have them all fighting the various zombies. Whilst the tall man's there, the balls are there. Mike's actually voluntarily because they're actually staying in this place. They're not even trying to find them at this point. They they're just they decide to stay here because they think it's a good place to crash for some reason. <laughs> and Mike decides to put Jody's ball on his head so that he can talk to Jody in his head. Uh, which, of course, he wakes up and the tall man's there, uh, and that's when yeah. the procedure happens. And he sees there's like thousands of balls in this room. There's like you know all these silver balls. So, the, so the big ending is is that Rocky actually leaves. She just decides to leave. Yeah. And I, I almost, out of here. And I almost felt like Cascarelli wanted another movie, but he just assumed that he couldn't get her back. Like he, he knew oh, oh, Reggie's <laughs> my Reggie's like my best friend. I can get Reggie back. I'll get Mike back in the tall man because we're good friends at this point. We've done three of these movies, but Rocky's yeah. this guest star who came in and did one movie. So he's like, I'll just write her out at the end of this one, just so I don't have to worry about bringing her back. That's what yeah. it felt like because she literally just gets in a car and says, "Yeah, this this whole demon killing's just not for me. I'm going to leave." <laughs> it sucks because she was good at it. Uh, yeah. But that <laughs> is basically why she leaves. That's the scene. She just says, "Yeah, yeah. this isn't for me. I'm going to leave." Uh, and. Yeah. Which, to be fair though, that is kind of interesting. Like, it's not not often that you see a, you know, here just be like, nah, I'm out of here. It's weird for a movie script for the third act. Like, it's a, it's a yeah. funny joke maybe earlier on in the movie. I, I don't know if it works as the how a character leaves at the end, but yeah, that's 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 fair. At least in this context, where there's like another cliffhanger, like immediately, uh, yeah. where. Uh, Reggie and Tim come back in. Mike, Mike's walked off. Mike, Mike came out. He's been all kind of transformed. He's got the gold eyes, and yeah. he just kind of transform. He just kind of walks off into the night. And Reggie's going to go after him. And Jody like appears again. Go, you know, force okay. ghost Jody appears and is like, no, no, you, uh, Reggie. It's easy to see, but understanding that takes time. Let him go. Yeah. And then he transforms <laughs> into a ball and leaves. And Reggie just standing there like, what the hell? And um, you know, I agree with Reggie. What the hell? Indeed, what what, yeah. what does this mean? And that's the last time you see Mike in the movie. Like, this is what I mean by saying it doesn't have a climax. It just kind of ends. Yeah. Because that that just ends there, and then Reggie comes back inside and gets attacked by all the balls, and then we echo. We basically do a kind of remake almost at the end of the first movie, where a druid comes out from behind and grabs Tim. Yeah, yeah. Like Tim comes back out, and he, you know, he takes out his gun, like he's. I'm assuming he's gonna try to take out the balls, but there are like, um, and it's a six. Like, it's a six shooter, by the way. And yeah. there's like forty balls holding Mike. Uh, yeah. no, not Mike, sorry, uh, Reggie, up against Reggie. the corner of the room. Like they've, they've sort of got him pinned up against the wall, and he pulls out his little six shooter, like he's going to shoot every single one of them. Uh, yeah, and then uh, and then yeah, right before he can do so, uh, again, kind of mirroring, like like you said, the first movie and stuff. Uh, the tall man comes out, and uh, you know he says. Uh, what does he say? It's never over? I yeah, because uh, Reggie says, uh, just run, Tim, it's over. And right, the tall right. man comes out and goes like, it's never over. And then, <laughs> you know, Druid grabs him and then yeah. cut to black titles. And I'm like, okay, uh, that was the end. <laughs> I love the, the tall man stuff. I, I love it. It always feels like he's speaking like directly to the audience. Oh, yeah. K- kind of, yeah. <laughs> uh, either that or he'll, or he'll end the sentence in boy and it'll just be this, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> Use your head, boy. At least that's at one point. I was <laughs> uh, talking to talking to Mike. That's good stuff. Uh, no, so I I feel like I've been really critical, and I actually do enjoy the movie. I, I think all the things on their own yeah. are really fun. Uh, I enjoy Reggie. I enjoy the tall man. I enjoy all the stuff with the the, the balls, uh, the practical effects, the music. Like it's a pretty entertaining ninety minutes. It's just 
It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Some things are really random, and it doesn't really feel like it has a big like build to an ending where it feels like a satisfying movie on its own. Because I, I think two yeah. still felt like that. Two still felt like it had a conclusion. Uh, whereas this one, it's like to be continued, but not even like because even like Back to the Future Part Two, for example, right? It has a to be continued, but it doesn't. It doesn't feel like you didn't get a complete movie when you went to see it. You know, it still feel like it built yeah. to a climax. It still feel like it had a big ending, and but there's more to the story still. Uh, like a, like a good chapter in a book. Cause even when you're reading a yeah. book, each chapter should still have like a sort of rise, and then like, oh, that's a cliffhanger for the next chapter. Well, yeah, I feel like Empire Strikes Back would be like the you know kind of quintessential mm. example of that. Like, yeah, it's definitely its own movie, but when it ends, you know that all right, there's going to be another one. I know what the characters have to do. I don't know how they're going to get there or how they're going to do it, but you know what the goal is. Um, Absolutely, yeah. Like with this, you get the feeling that, all right, it seems like there's going to be more, but I don't know exactly how or like what's going to happen with any of these characters. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, but like I say, it's entertaining. I, I, and if you're a fan yeah. of the characters and generally what happens in the movies, I think three's still like fun time. So I can't fault it too much. Uh yeah. Even though I can fault up for a lot of things, yeah, it, it's yeah, it, it, it it's weird. I, I was actually kind of surprised at um, how much uh, I I liked it. Kind of just yeah, considering all the nitpicks and um, yeah, the fact that it's not one that you hear a lot about. Like obviously, you know, the first one, uh, you know, uh, you hear a lot about, and then uh, yeah, I, I hear people talk about the second one, and then after that, it kind of drops off, and I don't really hear. You know, as many people being like, oh, like, you know, I love this one or, oh, like, you know, the third one's my favorite or, mm. you know, that kind of thing. Uh, but, it, yeah, I think what it boils down to is if you like the, the series, these characters, this is just another installment with them. It, it's not as well made. It's maybe not as epic or as well told, but, you know, uh, it's kind of comfortable. Like, you kind of fall back in and get to see the stuff that you like. Yep, there you go. That's Phantasm <laughs> Three, Lord of the Dead. So, I guess we'll rate the movie, Tim. If you if you're ready for that. Yeah, uh, I think um, uh, a little higher than I expected, but I still can't go like too super super high. So I think I'm gonna give it like a a six point five. It, it it's fun. It's enjoyable, but not like the best made. Yeah, I think that's a pretty fair score. I think I'm going to echo that and also say 6.5. I think... I don't think it's... Because I I think on the chart of what each number means, I I think, like, 7 means good, 8 means great, 9 means amazing, 10 is, like, one of your favourites. 6 is, you know, above average. Or not above average, but good. Like, well, 7 is good, but 6 is, like... Like, it's above mediocre, but it's it's not high enough to be considered good. But you, like you might get enjoyment out of it. I feel like that's where. Yeah. So I think six point five is kind of where this one sits. If you're a fan of the series, I think if you're not a fan of the series, this will probably be a complete mess to you, and you, <laughs> oh. you won't get anything out of it. So. Yeah. yeah okay. I, th- I think we we're going to say something. Too, but, um, okay. I, I was trying to think of an example, like um, something like a. Uh, I don't know, like maybe like a Saw movie or something. Like, you know, we don't like those franchises, so you know, the ones that are, you know, worse off than others, uh, you know, we we'll probably be extra hard on and hate extra mm. more. But you know, 
to the person that is a fan of that series, you know, to them, it's like, oh, this is just another enjoyable installment or whatever. Yeah, no, I, I, I think that's apt. Um, I guess, yeah, I guess, uh, I guess that's us. <laughs> <laughs> I, was just, I, was just, I was getting up the, the vote for the Patreon this month because we've not announced it on a show yet. Oh, so yes, I thought yes, yes. I was just getting that prepared. I didn't have it ready and I couldn't remember them off the top of my oh. head because, like I say, I'm loopy folks in case you hadn't noticed uh so no but that that is phantasm 3 lord of the dead so uh we'll be back next time with well not next time but we'll be back with four at some point in the next month or two um i'm trying to i i didn't want to do sequel after sequel because we're working like through these franchises i didn't want to just rotate through lots of sequels uh so i'm intentionally trying to uh schedule so that it's never two sequels in a row uh, ah, gotcha. whether it's uh, you know a new movie in between or it's uh, just another film in between so uh, so next week won't be a sequel to something just to keep things fresh keep things a bit you know interesting so we're not just doing a, another three or another four next time cool. um, not counting the new Insidious which obviously is a four yes. but that's a new release so I'm not counting that in that in that list of things uh, but yeah so we're watching the Patreon vote. Obviously, every month we have a, a vote on Patreon.com for our $5 patrons. Over at Patreon.com slash TV. there'll be a link in the description. But, uh, so obviously last month we had a vote and the winner uh, <laughs> said that, oh, Lake Placid because it was it was all alligator and crocodiles. Oh, uh, nice. Lake Placid won, so we'll be doing that sometime this month as a bonus episode. Uh, the vote uh, that's on right now for next month for February's movie uh, is all vampire romance movies because of course it's Valentine's oh. Day next month oh. and we had to pick something that was suitable. Uh, so the four options are for our patrons to vote on uh, are Only Lovers Left Alive, A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, The Hunger, and Vampire's Kiss. Oh, oh, oh. I, you can tell Tim didn't know what those options were before I said them right there. <laughs> no. And he could have known. He just didn't bother checking. He just lets me pick. I, I could sneak any old shit. You know, Tim, I want you to know how lucky you were because I very nearly put in Twilight as a joke option. But after they voted for uh, Waterworld on the Influx vote last month, I'm like, you know what? They're not getting that chance again. So I put in Vampire's Kiss instead because I thought that would make you happy. So. Well. I'm all right. Uh, as long if we have to do a crappy movie, at least <laughs> you have to sit through it too. So that gives that's me a true. little bit of pleasure. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. So that's that's the vote for next month. <laughs> uh, but otherwise, uh, that, that is us. So of course, uh, remember the crypt thing. The crypt, of course, uh, you can the patrons can submit movies to the crypt list, uh, which every so often you'll pick something from. That's also the five dollar tier on Patreon. Uh, and there's a link to that in the description as well uh, for the public sort of list. You can see that what the list is. You have to be a patron to submit something, but anyone can see the list as it is. Uh, so there's a link to that in the description as well. Uh, so there you go. That that has been this episode of Streams After Midnight, episode two of 2018. If I if I make if my counting is correct. So thank you very much uh, for watching and listening. We always appreciate it. Like, subscribe, all the usual stuff. Comment. Let us know what you think of Phantasm Three if you've seen it in the comments and whatnot. But otherwise, that is us. So. Thank you once again for watching. We always appreciate it. Love you loads. Keep watching scary movies. And we'll see you next time.